I'm saying on a vicier clothing. Um, also, some people call it vicious, same meaning, same thing. So tell everybody where you from. New Orleans, Seven Ward. So how did you actually come up with that name? Because everybody said the name wrong. How everybody you said it wrong, right. So um, so my name said, a lot of people, you know, from when I was young, called me said Vicious. And um, so that was always like my social media handle on everything. And um, basically, um, I, well, I couldn't put said Vicious because said Vicious was always taken. So I spelled it in French, but at the same time, it, it rhymed with my last name. My last name is Relly, also French, R-I-L-L-I-E-U-X. Same thing, you know, like I said, it rhymed with Vissier, um, and it spelled pretty much the same. So um, when it was time for me to start a clothing line, I was just thinking the things, you know, that would be unique and, you know, wouldn't just strictly, you know, seem like just street well, you know, I could take it and do whatever I want with it. I just ran with this. Gotcha. So having one clothing line like right now for so many years now, like yeah, what do you think is now. like what do you think was your on the hardest task? My hardest task. Um my hardest task. I ain't gonna lie, starting off I was like real unprofessional. I it was a lot that I wasn't doing business wise. Like, you know, I was just treating it like, like a hustle. So it took me a while to break those habits, but I mean I'm good now. You know, I done got that in order and, you know, when I straightened up and started running as an actual business, a legitimate business, you know, a lot of, you know, things started happening for me and for the brand, so, okay. definitely. So let's take it back. So when did you realize you was going to actually become an entrepreneur? So, it's crazy because um, before my brand, way back, you know, when Larry at Chump Change, I used to help him with that, you know, somewhat. And um, we actually, it was me, Larry, and a few other people, we started another brand together um, called Viva Rich, which means Live Rich. But um, we always just in different places in our lives at the time. It was like 2013. And um, it just didn't kick off, you know, how we were supposed to. So uh, fast forward to 2015, when Kanye said he was running for president, I made the Easy for President t-shirts. And that's when I was treating it like a hustle. You know, I made that as a joke, just, you know, I Kanye said he was running for president. We knew he wasn't gonna win, but fuck, let's campaign for it, you know? So that's what I was doing. I just made some t-shirts, but my first drop, it was only 40 t-shirts. And when I posted, they sold out instantly, like within that day. So I was like, all right, I could, you know, keep doing it. So I kept, you know, just reordering those shirts. I ran it until I couldn't run it no more. But at the same time, I just felt like, all right, y'all, you know, buying this T-shirt from me and it's not taking no real thought, no real creativity. It just was something I was playing with. Like I could actually, you know, put forth an effort into this because, you know, when I get dressed, I like to look good. I like to, you know, get fly. So like, I could actually create some fly shit, you know, for a brand and, you know, make it happen. So I started doing that. And you know, now I'm here. So like, actually, like, what year was this when you first started? So the easy, taking it serious, the easy like, for president was like 2015, 2016. I want to say 2017 is when I actually started branding Vissier. Well, it was late 2016 actually. 
Um, that was my first Vissier t-shirt and my first hoodie. So yeah, late 2016. And um, yeah, that's when I started taking it serious because, um, you know, I was a, even that early on, I was able to get into, uh, you know, certain celebrities' hands and I just saw how they reacted to it. And I was like, you know, this is something that I feel like, you know, can be, you know, worldwide, you know, if given a platform, you know, if I push it, you know, the right way. So um, that's when I started taking it serious. Right. Like, personally, myself, I'm like the first on a celebrity like, that I can saw you actually wear it and, like, made a big impact was 21 Savage. It right. went on, like, Drake. That was I'm like, give him a call, yeah. That was the craziest, that was the craziest, um, that was one of the craziest pictures, actually. Um, I think Young Thug and uh, Fab and Migos wore it before him, but 21 Savage wore it at the perfect time. You know, that was when everybody was saying Drake gave him that car and he had the yeah. t-shirt on, so. Yeah, that was crazy. And like, all the men knew that was your t-shirt, but I'm like, dang. Right. I'm like, how did I say Met 21 right. Savage? <laughs> <laughs> at a concert, at a concert down here. I think it was at- uh, Wolf. It was at the Highland Wolf, yeah. Okay. That's where it was at. Gotcha. Yeah. So like fast forward and, and so now you know you made you know every two jackets, different right. things like this, and you just made one on a customized jacket for on a ludicrous, right? For ludicrous, yeah. I just did a customized a whole leather outfit actually, trousers and a trucker jacket for him. And so how did that come about? Kenny Burns. Um so I linked with Kenny the lifestyle Burns. specialist give right. a shout out. Yeah, he <laughs> definitely he, he he look out for me. I'm not even gonna lie, me and him linked and you know, he, he definitely like throwing all kind of alley oops my way. But uh yeah, Ludacris was looking for some custom, you know, clothes for his uh for, like for when he performed and stuff like that, strictly just for when he performed. And Kenny Burns was like, Man, look, I got a guy in New Orleans who, you know, he this up his alley, this what he do. And um, you know, Kenny Burns called me, he told me what was going on. And he was like, Ludacris probably gonna be giving you a call within the next couple of days. Ludacris called me later that day. And he, you know, he told me what he was looking for. So I was like, you know, I just, I told him I had him. Sent him a design, maybe a few days later, and that was that. And so did he call you actually, on like personally? Personally. And like, how did you feel like, man, I'm on the phone with Ludacris? It felt, it, it definitely was a, it was a weird feeling just to know I'm on the phone with Ludacris. You know, his voice so distinctive, so, you know, it, it, it just, it was crazy. It really was, you know. And because I actually met fashion designers, so, you know, it be like the first time they actually, I mean, dealt with one celebrity. They were just over talking stuff and giving shit away because they were so excited talking to the celebrity. So how do you feel? The thing with that, actually, I guess because Kenny Burns already put me on game about what was going on. You know, I I, I didn't oversell myself or over talk myself, and um, you know, I kind of been in this predicament before. You know, before Ludacris. Um, with Annuel, you know, I've been doing a lot of stuff for the Spanish rapper Annuel, so it's like now I'm used to it. So when that opportunity came across with Ludacris, I, I was prepared for it. Hello world, I mean, what's the average day like for you? Average day? Um, now, I mean, right now it's just getting a little more hectic because um, I don't know if y'all saw, but like I've been um, teasing a little bit the BRNS lifestyle collection, Kenny Burns uh, clothing line, but uh, he, um, I designed that, that his whole summer drop that's about to drop next week. So I've been dealing with that a lot lately. Still designing for myself. Um, I got a couple more pieces that I did for Ludacris up and coming. 
and um, I got some more stuff. I did a whole annual. I was on a, a real tour right now, and I did ten outfits for him for that real tour. So right now it's like I said, it's getting a little more hectic because I'm not just designing for myself no more. You know, I'm doing this for other brands and other artists now. So. Yes. Hey, so do you feel like soon you're gonna have to actually I'm gonna hire your one on the staff? Yeah, definitely. I'm gonna need an assistant. So <laughs> <laughs> being a fashion designer, tell us what do you enjoy most about it, tell us what you actually hate about it. I don't really hate nothing about it. Um I had a lot of wins and losses, you know, throughout the years and I learned from my mistakes. So you know, but you need those mistakes, you know, to, to learn from. So I don't, I don't hate nothing about it. Um, what I love about it the most is the fact that I could step outside my shoes and, you know, I could design for other brands as well as myself. You know, um, me personally, you know, I treat myself as a real creative director, you know, and I just, you know, always think in my head, you know, it might be a little far-fetched, but, you know, these high-end brands, you know, came down here looking for a creative director, somebody to run their brand. You know, that's something you gotta be prepared for. Um, so, you know, I could design for VCA, but I could step outside of my shoes and I could create for another brand as well. Like I said, with uh, BRNS Lifestyle, I just did a whole summer collection for them. And I'm, I'm working on a winter collection now. Um, and it outside of that, you did good. yeah, <laughs> exactly. And um, you know, I, I done did, I did one piece for Ludacris. We're working on another piece right now. I done did annual. He on this tour right now. I done did ten outfits for his royal tour. You know, I think he might have one on tonight actually, on a Euro, for the Europe uh, side of the tour. But um, yeah, I, I've been busy, and you know that, like I said, that, that's what I love about it the most. You know, I, I, I could really design for other people as well. Gotcha. So, New Orleans right now is on fire with like all the fashion designers are. The, the main fashion designers in New Orleans right now. So right. I want to hear what's your opinion on it. Nah, we um, I mean New Orleans as a whole, everybody doing good right now. Um, and honestly, like this is something that it is good to see because you know with all the crime that's been going on right now. I mean, you, right now in the past, you know, we New Orleans is up and we've been like that for a while but to see you know everybody supporting each other and supporting all the different local brands musically everything like you know we I think we we building a strong support system as a whole funny boy speaking on the crime though one time I seen one crime and they had one of, like one of the local designers on I said this is kind of crazy yeah, was, yeah, I said shooting with a ski mask right. on with a man designer on top right. <laughs> It's like, it's like, dang, man. It's like, are we that messed up? Yeah, we are. We are. I got you. So, like, what's your advice to a young fashion designer just think about getting in the game? Like, I want you to, like, give them advice on the good, bad, and the ugly. Man, if this is what you want to do, take it serious. For real, for real. Because, um, you know, I, I came a long way from where I started. And I'm not going to lie, when I did start, I wasn't taking it serious, and I feel like if I was, you know, I could have been a whole lot further than where I'm at now. But um, definitely take it serious, take your craft serious, take the time out to study other designers as well. You know, study what's going on in the world. You know, you got to be hip and know what's going on in fashion. You know, to keep your brand up to par as well. So yeah, take it serious. 
Um, do your homework. Um, one pet peeve of mine is when people ask me, like other local designers, you know, and there's no shade, but some people who, you know, they, they just start and, you know, they come to you and be like, oh, where you got this made? Where you got this printed? And it's like, if I give you all the keys I know first of, it took me years to, you know, get to where I'm at. So for me to just get this to you like this, you know, for free of charge, like, it's like, come on now. But at the same time, I wouldn't mind doing it if I knew you was taking it serious. Some people, they just see what you're doing and, oh, I want to do something like that. No, like, you, if you want to be a, graphic, I mean, a designer, then figure out your lane and study, like, what you need to do to, you know, get to the level you want to get at. Like, because right. nobody, you know, not going to just randomly, get, you know, give you this, all these keys and information, you know, just because. We ain't live in a city that you know if like a few people see you see you winning doing something, right. they gonna try. Right. And you know, like I said, I, I everybody wanna be successful. Right. Everybody do, but you know, I don't want you to create a brand and look like my brand either. You know, and that's that's what that you know, it's a thin line. And when you, you separate know. yourself. Yeah, so you know, that's the thing. It'd be crazy if like you come to New Orleans and everybody brand is the same. Right. But ironically, like all the top ten brands don't look alike. And that's the the good thing. Like I said, you know, New Orleans, we supporting each other, but everybody brand, like everybody in their own lane, like none of these brands look like each other, you know, and you know, that, that's, a, that's a good thing. Because, that's a great thing. you know, outside of my brand, I still shop locally, you know, with other designers as well, because I don't want to wear my brand all the time. Sometimes I just feel like, oh, I want to wear something else. I might just like what somebody else doing and feel like I need that in my closet, so. I think it's really dope. Like, cause I, I can see a, I, I can see a big ass fashion week coming to right. from New Orleans. Like, because they have over ten nice designers that we run the world away. We need it. So, a few years ago, actually, New Orleans um, Fashion Week reached out to me, and they reached out to a couple other local designers. Um, I know it was me, Emline, and Made in the Hood, but um, it's just how they went about it. It was like, you, you could see that. You it know, wasn't right. Yeah, it was basically like, we was last, you know, us being streetwear. They done reached out to everybody, had everything else in order, and y'all come to us the month before and, you know, trying to fit us in. So, all three of us, I know we ended up, you know, not going with it, but I've been saying the whole time, like, New Orleans designers actually need to come together and do their own, right. um, you know, streetwear fashion. But well, they have a few people with them ideas. Yeah. The thing is, basically, like you know, when like New Orleans Fashion Week, it's a whole different race. So they probably look at you like, so it, and so if they came at you probably probably like the last minute. They probably felt like, well, we need them to actually bring more bodies in because they probably wasn't doing good. Exactly. So they were using you and that probably what it was. Exactly. But you know the game, but you promoted right. before. Exactly. You know the game. Exactly. But that's why I said, you know, New Orleans designers, all out, all these streetwear brands, we need to come together and you know do our own our own fashion show like. You know, I feel like we got the budget, you know, between all of us. Right. Um, I think we could produce, you know, a bigger fashion show and it'd it be more impactful than, you know, what, you know, the other fashion shows we see down here in New Orleans. So it's something that um, I could see in the future. It's something that I feel like we all should get together and, you know, actually push it forward. 
But the thing is, our city got this label as crabs in a bucket. So it's like, feel like, it feel like, that people feel like a fashion show or, or like a quality fashion show or quality rap show wouldn't happen because everybody want to be the man. How do you feel about that? I mean, everybody do want to be the man, but <laughs> still, I mean, you know, you got to get, it, it's a bigger picture, you know? It's a bigger picture. I'll go first. I'm I didn't need a mediator. Like, I didn't need a mediator. Right. It's what I actually said who should be the mediator, but but, but that person needs to be actually into fashion as well. Right, right, right. But yeah. it needs that one neutral person, like, ain't picking sides. Right, right. Yeah. Somebody, like, somebody being, like, right. like, like, if everybody got the same publicist or something. And they put it all together like they right. pick no favorites. Right, right, exactly. I get you. So tell us, I'm like, what's next for you? So um, right now I'm working on my winter collection. Um, I take that serious. I real. That's like you know my biggest drop of the year. Um, every year. So uh, I'm working on that. And um, like I say, I am doing um BRNS lifestyle collection right now. Um, the the, the winter collection, which that's going to be pretty big as well. And um, I mean, right now, I guess that's all I can see. I got something else in the works, but I don't want to speak too much on it. But those two things, that's up and coming, you know, from Vissier and from you know me being a creative director outside of my brand. And also, last but not least, tell everyone. I'm like, what can they find you at on social media and just everywhere? On social media, um, my personal page is Vissier, S-I-D-V-I-C-I-E-U-X, or you can follow Vissier Inno, that's strictly for the brand. Uh, all new items and everything promoted on there. You can shop my site at Vissier.co, and um, that's it.